Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. Mark chapter number 4, we'll begin our reading today in verse number 1 as the Lord leads preaching through this book of the Bible and some wonderful things, of course, as we uncover and see God's Word, uh, studying it together, preaching from God's Word. Mark chapter number 4, and we begin a, a section of this passage of Scripture where Jesus is teaching in parables. The setting is this, he's at this moment, he is actually on a boat, and he's out in the sea. He's just off the shore a little bit. A great multitude of folks have gathered around, and he is teaching them. He's teaching them in parables. And uh, a lot of folks like to say that a parable is a earthly story with a heavenly meaning. That's good. Uh, but I don't want to ever get to the idea that this earthly story with a heavenly meaning is like, oh, that's so cute, because the truth of the matter is the teaching of Christ in parables was very convicting. The teaching of Christ in parables led a group of dissenters, uh, the Pharisees, to gather together and attempt to murder Jesus. So these stories were something that God was mightily using to convict people of their sin and bring them to faith in Christ. And it was something that God was using to cause hardened hearts to turn and reject the Savior. And these parables are rich with meaning, and they have so much for us today. Uh, today's message is on the parable of the sower. Will you follow along with me as we read God's Word together? Mark chapter number 4, verses 1 through 20. The Bible says, And he began again to teach by the seaside, and there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea. And the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables, and said unto them in his doctrine, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. And some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased, and brought forth some thirty, some sixty, and some an hundred. And he said unto them, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked of him the parable. And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables, that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest at any time they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven them. And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will ye know all parables? Verse number 14. The sower... Soweth the word. 
and these are they by the wayside, where the word is sown, but when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. And these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, immediately received it with gladness, and have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution ariseth for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word and it become unfruitful. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some an hundred. And here we have the parable of the sower. It begins with a story. And uh, the setting changes. The first half of this portion of Scripture, Jesus is on the boat speaking to a crowd, a multitude of people that have gathered together, and he just tells a story, the parable of the sower. The second half of this portion of Scripture Jesus is coming to a private place with his, with his disciples, and the disciples said, hey, why are you teaching in parables? Tell us what this means. And he gives an explanation. What this tells me is that there's a sound application in this parable to both the multitude, the masses of unsaved, and an application in this parable to those that, people who have decided and chosen to follow the Lord and live for Him. What I would like to ask you to do this morning as we study this portion of Scripture is not think about how this message and this truth might help someone else. But I would encourage you, while you hear God's Word preached this morning, that you'd ask the Lord to show you, where am I in this picture? And quite frankly, I believe as we study God's Word together, we'll see that there are glimpses of our own shortcomings and failures and sin in all the pictures of this parable. I'm asking God to apply these truths to my life because I want to be the kind of Christian that in the end bears fruit and is useful in the work of God. I want to be a useful husband and a useful friend and a useful father and a useful pastor. And I believe there's a key here in this portion of Scripture to unlocking the blessing of God and the ability to bear fruit as the child of God. May God help us as we study this portion of Scripture. The story is interesting. I like to think about it. The story of the sower and the seed and the soil. And the story is quite interesting. Jesus tells a story. The first thing he says to this group of people, he says, Hearken. What's that mean? I'll just tell you, Jesus wants you to know, Hey, pay attention. Look up here. Listen. And then he says the next word in the text. You see it there in verse number 3. Behold. Behold. What's that mean? He says, I want you to see it. Now, there wasn't a projector and a screen putting pictures up on the sea of what was going on. Jesus was painting a picture in the mind's eye of the people. He said, I want you to see this scenario and this situation. It begins with a sower. I've got a, in my mind, I've got a picture of a farmer, some man that has a bucket full of seed, and he's getting ready to spread the seed, cast the seed out. And in my mind's eye, I've got a situation that has some different types of soil around it. Uh, one of my friends 
here, grew up in the mountains not far from here. And he says that there wasn't enough flat ground where he lived to have an actual garden, so they had patches. A patch for this and a patch for that. And I've got in my mind these patches. Uh, Beside those patches is a pathway. It's an area where folks walked regularly. It was a place that was that was beat down. Even the grass was worn off. Just to the just to the side of that pathway was a area that was a, a little bit rocky, but it was a little softer than what everybody else walked on. And then right beside that was a section of grass that, of of area that had weeds and grass and was grown up. And then beside of that was an area that somebody had taken a lot of time and they tilled up the soil. And they'd prepared the ground, and they'd gotten rid of the weeds, and they'd done things and they'd to, to prepare seed to grow. And then the story that Jesus wants you to see, he wants you to see that side, that, that pathway, that sidewalk kind of, and he wants you to see the stony ground, and then he wants you to see the weeds, and then he wants you to see the ground that had been carefully cultivated. And what he wants you to see is a man with seed sowing. I used to watch my grandfather so seed. He was a gardening machine. He had a green thumb, if anybody ever had a green thumb, and he loved to grow things. And I remember as a child watching him, he'd take both seed and fertilizer in a little bucket, and he'd take it, and he could get a handful of seed or fertilizer, and I don't know exactly how he did it, but he'd go one way, and there would be a, about half a handful of seed spread out beautifully to the right. He'd go the other way, and right across the middle, every, it was just beautiful, and he'd, just, he'd grab that and just... And he was sowing. Now, the thing about sowing seed and broadcasting seed, it doesn't all necessarily go into the good soil. And Jesus said, here's the picture I want you to have. There's a man sowing seed, and the seed is being cast out. Some of the seed, look what the Bible says. Verse number 4, it came to pass as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. Uh, that's a like the sidewalk, the wayside. He said, when it fell on the wayside, that bunch of ground that had been trampled down, he said, the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. I'm going to tell you about a dream I have. One of these days it's going to come to pass. And I've had this aspiring ambition since I was just a little child and got my first shotgun. How many of you ever seen a great big bunch of starlings flying? You know what a starling is? It's those little blackbirds with a short tail. And things, they're good for nothing, just about. Have you ever seen a group of starlings fly? They'll fly in these great big flocks. Sometimes you'll see them. There's thousands of them flying around. I long for the day when I've got a shotgun in my hand, when a great big crowd of those things come by. Isn't that cold-hearted? It's just the redneck in me just comes out sometimes. But you know what happens? The seed falls, and a group of birds come along and pick it up, snatch it up. Well, that seed doesn't have any chance to germinate. It doesn't have any chance to reproduce because it's become it's been snatched up. Then some seed falls by the wayside in the stony ground, beside the sidewalk, beside the walkway, in the stony ground. It's it's stony ground. You know, there's rocks under it. There's a little bit of soil on top, but there's rocks under it. And the seed goes in there and it begins to grow. The Bible says, we'll just need to see what the Scripture says about it. Some fell, verse 5, on stony ground where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But verse number 6, the Bible says, When the sun was up, 
it was scorched. And because it had no root, it withered away. Because it had no root, it withered away. What happens to this next group of seed? What happens to it? Well, the ground that it was in, it had rocks underneath it. So the first time the sun came up, it was nice and warm. The first time it rained a little bit, it all got moist. And when the seed fell on it, when the seed fell on it, guess what happened? It grew up. It sprung up immediately. It's fast. But when the sun came, it scorched it because it had no depth and it had no root. Next. Seed fell among the weeds. The Bible says in verse number 7, Some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. You know what happens if the weeds take over? The seed doesn't grow. No fruit. And the Bible says then in verse number 8, And other fell on good ground, and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased, and brought forth some thirty, some sixty, some an hundred. So Jesus tells this story to this multitude of people. He gives no explanation. He just says, here's the story I want you to hear. And it had a purpose. And later he gives us the information that we need to know. The story is followed by the sermon. And the sermon is for all of us. There's a sermon in this message for all of us. And I want you to ask yourself, where am I in this story? As a matter of fact, you can have multiple spots. And if you're like every other human I know, sometimes your heart is hard as a rock and other times it's soft as butter. Where are you? Where's God at in this situation? And where is your heart in light of these truths today? The sermon. Thank you for listening to this message from the book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chihuahua Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at ChillHowieBaptistChurch.com or you can get our app on the App Store, Chihuahua Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.